Hello. Bonjour. Welcome back to the I Like The Way You Die Boy podcast. Also known as I-L-T-E-W-I-D-B for the super fans out there. I feel it's like you prefer I-T-W-I-D-B. It's just, I don't know, it rolls off the tongue at this point. It does, yeah, you got so used to it. This week. This week we discuss The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. ultimately and finally. A little bit of Andor and Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. Yep. Uh, a bit of movie news. We discussed Doctor Who a moderate amount. Briefly. Um, Spielberg versus Cameron. The big one. Just that. Yeah, just that. I've just thrown it in there. If you've heard of them, then mm. you're in for a, a little treat. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then finally. The Menu. Which, which, oh yeah. You just wait until you mm-hmm. hear Jack talk about it. Oh yeah. Yummy. So, yeah. so that, that's what's on the menu for this pod. Yeah. And a slightly convoluted joke. I liked it. Hopefully you do too. Doesn't take much. That's oh wow, okay. <laughs> Nasty. Uh, yeah, enjoy. Thanks guys. Oh, this week's drink of the week. Oh, how do we forget? Is Meantime London Anytime IPA. Yeah. From... Which was bloody nice actually. Yeah, I agree. It's a shame there just wasn't much of it. Uh the V. Yeah. Can only get away with taking so much. Exactly. But no, good pint. Better than last week's. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Come on, England. England just won. We beat Iran. 6-1 if there was any justice. Yeah. Well, 7-1. Seven, 7-1 one. Seven, one if there was any justice. Yeah. But there's not. So instead it was 6-2. One thing we've learnt. Can't really. One play. thing. 21 years old I am. One thing I've learnt. There's no justice in football. No. I mean, anyway. Tottenham have gone all this time without winning, saying, where's the justice in that? I mean... Not yeah, I'm, not, I'm not going to get started. Not the example not you were thinking started. of. I'm not going to get started with fucking Tottenham. Anyway, uh, this week... Just um, go on, mate. Uh, well, no, okay, I finished The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Completely and utterly. Mm-hmm. I caught up on... Ooh, well, I don't know, six episodes? I don't know, mm-hmm. it's finished. I watched the finale this morning. Right. Two hours after release. What just you know, how how did the whole series go and then last episode in particular? Okay, so the last the final third of the final mm. season, which is how they've been releasing it. I I don't really know why they they've done it like that. I'm assuming production just took longer than they expected, so they've had to spread it out. But um, the final episode was solid. To be fair, mm. um, the end, like the kind of final moment, message and vibe, yeah, was I think it worked. And when did Rick show up? So, well, so this is the the main reason I've I stuck with it mm. since Rick, air quotes, died, um, 
and then vanished. Um, mm-hmm. Was in the hope that he would come back. And then yeah. Michonne went looking for him at one point in the season that I skipped. Which in hindsight, I'm very glad I skipped because from what I've heard, some of it was fucking awful. Uh-huh. Other oh, than the, the last episode of season 10, which I did watch, which was like a Negan backstory, which was really, really good. But I presume that whole time she was looking for him, she didn't find him. No, so she, I believe she went off, mm-hmm. saw, found like a clue of his survival and then disappeared basically, mainly because she was filming other stuff. I can't remember her name, um, but she's in Black Panther. Wow. Okay. The what? What is it that? What's he call her? Demon bald-headed lady or something? Oh yeah. Oh, apparently that was ad-libbed. Really? Yeah. Oh fair. I thought they were quite mean. Bald-headed demon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were quite mean about her bald head. Um, also, just something I mm. never mentioned about Black Panther. They were. I don't know why she was being mean about the blue suits that they were making. They didn't look bad. I think it's another one of these kind of Marvel cliches where they're trying to be like self-aware. Like, oh, you can't wear that because it looks like a superhero costume. Right. Even though it is a superhero costume. And didn't look too bad. Yeah. It didn't. Mm. It was just so obviously like a, a... a main character costume, you know. Mm. Anyway, irrelevant. Irrelevant. So, Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah, because um, Walking Dead is relevant. So anyway, so Michonne uh, went to find Rick, disappeared. Yes. And then, thankfully, at the end of this, can I say? Yeah, I can say this. Um, at the end of the season finale, they essentially tease the spin-off that they're gonna do, Rick and Michonne. Oh. Um, and it, so he's not actually part of the episode properly. No, no, he's not part of like the story. Oh, okay. Um, I'm glad they had him in there. Mm. To be honest, though, as a like almost in in season trailer, didn't have me overly excited. Okay. Because of the three spin-offs they're going to do, that would be the one I watch if I yeah. watch any of them. Um. And the problem, well, so that because they haven't found each other yet, so it's going to be seasons of them just looking for each other, mm. um, which is going to be very long. Uh, so, and that, so that was a bit disappointing to be honest. Usually, with these things, it gets me very excited to see a character come back. I realize well, yeah, I'm, I'm a slut for fan service. <laughs> Like, I think half the... Well, most of the reason I love No Way Home as much as I did is because of the return in Spider-Man's. Yeah. But... Like, but that just filled me with such joy. It's like when David Tennant came back in Dot 2. I I was thrilled. I was thrilled when he he turned up. Even though I knew it was coming. I don't want to be so happy about it. Yeah, but I am. (laughs) I am. Um, And it it didn't really do it for me. Oh well. So yeah, that's that's a little disappointing. I thought you'd at least like the last episode. As an episode, it was one of the stronger ones of the last season. Mm. Like it, it was, it was good, yeah. and there was some good zombie deaths. But at this point, we're just bored of them. Uh, right. As a season, again, from what I've heard, better than the last one. Probably better than most of the last four or five. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't know. I just always had this underlying hope that they would claw it back to the glory days. <laughs> For and one they, last dance. And yeah, and they just they oh. never did. They There was a couple of episodes which were very good, but overall it just wasn't there. I wonder if they're almost... They, they kind of... Because I, I don't know. Do they have to stick to the comic story? I uh, guess they kind of do to a yeah. point. And they... There's a lot of variation with the comics, but I Have think... Have you read the comics? I've not read the comics, oh, okay. but back when it was all the rage, Walking Dead, mm-hmm. um, you always get, like, fan theories and stuff based on the comics and, and you know, uh, comparisons okay. between the comics and mm. the series. What? Just on top... So, Rick's character, mm. his actor's name, what's his name? Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln. Because I'd never watched an episode of Walking Dead. Mm. But I can see why you're so excited for him to come back because of the Cabinet of Curiosities episodes he's in. Yeah. He's actually... He, he's a very good actor. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I didn't expect him to be a genuinely good actor. Yeah. No, um, he is... And and Walking Dead, he is fantastic. Because mm. I believe in the comics, he dies uh-huh. to, like, three or four issues before the end. Because oh. they released all these, like, uh, co- like uh, cover art things or whatever mm. with him on them. Mm-hmm. to trick people into thinking that he was going to do the distance. Oh, that's mean. It's a bit cheeky. Uh, Danae Guerrera. Guerrera? I don't know. Uh, that's Michonne. Not much a big name. Um, Any more thoughts? I don't know. It just it really makes me sad. It really <laughs> makes me sad. And that makes me I, happy. Because I, apparently, so apparently the ending of Lost was shit. And people always yeah. say, you know, one of the worst endings ever or whatever. And oh, yeah. Ga- Game of Thrones, one. the ending was no, is, bad. Is Lost the one where it turns out to be a dream? Was that yeah, it? something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I genuinely ridiculous. pulled a year seven yeah. English exam. But this had such a fall off for such a long period of yeah. time. Doctor Who, to be fair, actually. But we've got hope. But yeah, that's coming back. <laughs> I know it is. Well, I mean, oh, we're not at movie news yet anyway, so I won't mention. I was watching a, it was a David Tennant era <laughs> Doctor Who review. Mm-hmm. It was like an hour and a half long. <laughs> it was brilliant. But I didn't realise Russell T ended with the end of David Tennant. I thought he stayed on for a bit longer. No. But then no. Stephen Moffat took over. And to be, f- I'll tell you, Lee, oh, is it called The 11th Hour? That's mm. Smith's first episode? Yeah. That's a great introductory story. The story's a bit mid. Okay, the but as an, as an episode, it's very sorry, good. As yeah. an episode, yeah. It's a good introduction on Matt Smith, isn't it? Um, and, you know, Stephen Moffat was still a damn sight better of what... Well, because he wrote all the best Russell T stories, really. Mm. He did Blink. It's just Russell did... T knew how to make them into a Doctor Who story more. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Well, so he did uh, Family of Blood... Blink. Blink. And there was another sick one he did. Did he do um, the library one? Yeah. Uh, or I don't know if he did. He might have done. Because they were saying that was... Because obviously that's the introduction of River Song. Mm. That was Russell T kind of throwing him a big oh, story okay. to sink his teeth into. Right. Okay. I never completely gelled with River Song. 
Yeah, she was a tough one because she was never a main character. No. Always kind of recurring. Um, and I know. Because every time you met her, her character was slightly different as well. And the relationship was yeah. always a bit different. It yeah. was a little bit difficult to figure out. And I never saw the end of their arc. Because that was when I stopped watching during Peter Capaldi. I never saw... Was it Capaldi? I thought it was the end of Matt Smith. No, because I'm almost certain Peter Capaldi matter. I'm almost certain. Because like the... they go on... There's that whole... They go out for like one last day together yeah. or something but it's like a 40 year day or something I thought that was Capaldi maybe it was can't remember now I need to rewatch all that because I've rewatched all the tenant In, stuff yes loads of times and the I still get stuff. the urge to watch the odd episodes yeah. as well the problem yeah. is a lot of Matt Smith stuff is bad like there's a couple of odd episodes which are really poor mm-hmm. I remember the dinosaur one I don't on the think spaceship. I ever watch that through? I don't know why. It was. I just remember it being really not very good. Which is a shame. Everyone wants to see dinosaurs. Mm. But then I think the overarching like plot lines of Matt Smith, some of them might have been better. Yeah. Well, the astronaut one never lived up to its height. That was cool. I didn't think it lived up to its height. The silence were underused. I think the silence are an unbelievable villain. They were very good. Yeah. Um, I know. But back to other things. Yeah. Um, Walking Dead, overall re- overall review. That's really tough. I think it's two separate shows. <laughs> Season one to seven. Mm-hmm. Quite surprised you weren't even that late. Maybe one to... S- yeah. Season one to six plus episode one of season seven. <laughs> oh okay that's the cut off point well it's, it's basically <laughs> pre-Glen post-Glen oh okay that's where it splits and that's where all the fan base splits and that's when people stop watching it right because I believe season one episode no season seven episode one is the most viewed episode or it was the okay. most watched um and then it's pre-Glen five stars <laughs> genuinely post-Glen That's where it is a whole two. There we go. I thought it would be. But then, yeah, it's just, it's so gutting. It's so gutting. <laughs> uh, Bef- anyway. Before I get into what I, mm. well, as much as I know you enjoy my Andor reviews, um, have you, did you ever watch Marble Hornets? No. Okay. So it was like, oh, because I was watching it, don't hug me, I'm scared um, theory. Of course. So for, for the new series, um, mm. Matt Pat's theory and it makes sense is that yellow character is like a symbolizes her dead son or whatever who she who the woman in the attic ran over okay I'm pretty sure why because of the car is the, it does is it relate does it relate relate to the youtube series or is it purely no just the tv series okay. now it's like a completely different thing but no mm. most of it comes down to the last two episodes for actual evidence that that's what happened and then there's like signs throughout that, sh- okay. that yellow guy is meant to be her son. Um, because also the whole death episode and he's saying mm. he's pretty sure he's dead. And that's like a sign uh, as okay. well. And, they threw, and then the gravestone, I, I think the name is David. And the tombstone uh, says yeah. David and yeah, throughout yeah, yeah. there's signs that he is actually meant to be David. Okay. Um, 
But it was, it was a pretty convincing review, unsurprisingly, because mm. Matt Pat. I can imagine, though, there's a lot of theories you yeah. could attach to it that fit. Yeah. There's clearly a lot more going on. Um, and then during his um, I don't know, review, he said it was meant to be put into the you know, YouTube archives alongside Salad Fingers and mm. um, Marble Hornets, which I hadn't heard of. And yeah. it's, it's, it doesn't seem as big to me, mm. but basically it's just a Slender Man thing. Right. But there's like 80 short videos or so of found footage from a friend okay. who starts getting stalked by Slender Man. But they're like, I've not watched them all, mm. but they are quite disturbing because like just some of them have sound, some of them don't. And it's really horrible for some uh, reason okay. to watch a video with no sound on. Yeah. And then some of the videos have all the audio like corrupted. So just at random points, it just sounds horrible. Right. And... They're also like each inch, each video is introduced by just like some white text on a black screen. Nice. So it, it is like pretty effective. There's a lot of these YouTube series though. Mm. There's one I know. There's one about the back rooms. Oh, the back. Which room. I saw. I don't know if you've ever seen Wendigoon. His videos. No. He does a lot of these kind of breaking down and explaining. Is this what you weird used to internet? To? Yeah, yeah. Like weird internet. I don't know. I guess stories, but like put together in just such creative ways like yeah. it's crazy I love Salad Fingers <laughs> I, I need to rewatch it it was brilliant. so weird the problem with Don't Hug Me I'm Scared being Channel 4 is I wonder if they're gonna aim for like an actual conclusion yeah because it's not a YouTube series I imagine there's a lot more pressure for an actual mm. thing to happen I suppose yeah I didn't realise in the last episode there's another room upstairs how like do you mean? The, from the attic, there's still another lot of stairs going up. Oh, really? Which I didn't spot. Ooh. But like, it's just towards wow. the side of the camera at okay. one point. So I don't really understand how that can work. But maybe there will be another series. Who knows? Um, I reckon there will. I think it's been it's been pretty successful. Yeah. I think, yeah, you know, it tracks people's attention quite effectively. Yeah, from definitely. the title and just the look of it. Yeah, you're quite. It, it's people. the kind of thing that gets people talking as well, isn't it? Because yeah. it is so weird. Absolutely. No, it's good. Um, I did watch Andor. Mm. Is that finished now? No, so this was episode 11 of 12. Okay. Um, It was decent. I... I didn't love it. Mm. It was was just a really set up the last episode. Yeah. Just so blatantly, like getting word to characters that need to hear certain things and I don't know, certain plot points developing more than they had so far. So it spent a lot more time away from Andor than you would particularly like. Yeah. A lot more time talking with the higher ups. Mm. Um Scars what what Scarsguard is it who's in it? Uh... Is it Stellan? Yeah, is that his Stellan. Name? Stellan Skarsgård. He's had a really... I, I don't know if it was this episode or the last episode, but he's had this whole really interesting thing where he's just having to make horrible decisions mm. because he's got to do horrible things for the greater good, but it's like... The greater good. Yeah. but look, So like he's having to argue with those people and everyone's telling him he's a bad guy or whatever, mm. and he's like, well, I've had to sacrifice being a good guy. I'm not making out of this as myself basically yeah we need someone who 
is willing to take the fall and willing to be awful. Mm. Um, so he's actually uh, honestly been a really good character, way better than I expected him to be. Very interesting last episode. I, but I mean, there's going to be a series two. Mm. I just worry it's just going to end up being a big old shootout on the home planet. Yeah. And and all getting away and not much else really happening. I don't know. I imagine there might be a nice cameo in there or something. Um, Always the way, isn't it? Yeah. Because we love fan service. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've still not watched the Mandalorian Series 3 trailer. I don't I think didn't, I, oh, I didn't know it was out. Yeah. It was out. Neither have I. But I don't know. I, I hope it lives up to the last three series. I'm worried for some reason it won't. I don't know. I think the, the Mandalorian episode in Boba Fett was brilliant. Obviously the best of Boba Fett. I'm glad that there's been no other talk about Book of Boba Fett series two. Because it, yeah. it wasn't great. Um, I mean, they'll, I imagine they'll keep going with it. I imagine... Nothing wrong with Boba Fett showing up. No. At this point, you know, obviously he's alive, so he, he should. Mm. Um, but... I mean, they they couldn't even make one series properly about him, so yeah, why do another one? Uh, Jack's just had the earliest wee he's ever needed in a pod. 18 minutes he made it without needing a wee. That's right. <laughs> um, and also, before we get on to movie news, mm-hmm. oh, you've not even cracked it open. Oh, yeah, I'll open it now. Let, let me tempt your taste buds. What's this? Meantime. Anytime. Meantime, anytime IPA. Meantime, anytime. Mosaic, Yukano, Cascade, and Centennial Hops create the ultimate session IPA. The ultimate. Oof, that's quite the. So I mean. Quite the claim. I, I think you know should be you should be expecting a lot. I prefer it to. That's nice. The up. Punk IPA, the Aldi IPA. Sorry, Aldi IPA. Yeah, it'll do. Taken from work. Never seen them on sale. No, I've never anywhere. seen them either just at ZZ where I spend all my weekends um, being miserable but at least he doesn't work there he just sits at a table <laughs> in the corner just ordering expensive beer all day and eating garlic bread mm. living the dream <laughs> aren't we all uh, are we moving using yeah yeah we're moving using now the World Cup has started we are living the dream yeah it's as simple as that it is uh, well, first thing I want to mention is the trailer for Inside. Did you watch it? No, I never got around to watching it. So, this Willem Dafoe, really weird kind of... So, I, I think the idea is he's a burglar. Mm-hmm. He goes into a very wealthy flat and gets locked in <laughs> and has, like, no escape and just starts losing his mind. What? Yeah. But it looks it looks really, really cool. Wow, fair enough. Uh, okay. I mean, Willem Dafoe's just decided to be a decent actor again. It feels. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's he's weirdly getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. <laughs> After I don't even know how long he's been in the game. Uh, I'm trying to think. He was in Platoon. Fucking hell, yeah. Which was, I want to say, late 80s. Late 80s. I'd have gone. Early nineties, ninety five. I don't know, but so I have no idea. Seems closer. Get your guesses in at the ILTWYDB. Yeah. Email in your guesses, quick, quick. 
86. 86? Taking that. Fucking hell. Because uh, he's, he's horrible in that, isn't he? Can't remember. I'm pretty sure he's a pretty bad guy in that. Willem Dafoe. What a man. I don't think I've seen him in anything William. What is that? That's from How Many Mother, if anyone. Oh, Any nice. real fans. I'm sorry. 140 credits. Cool. Jack's just going to go through his phone for a bit now, it seems. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Make for some good uh, listening. Yeah, William Defoe, he's good. Uh, Tarantino declares the modern era of cinema as one of the worst ever for Hollywood. Um, He's not far wrong. I don't know. I think... As an era, mate. I the mean, problem is, there's... If you look beyond the surface of cinema at the moment, and you look mm-hmm. bef- beyond, you know, your superhero films, <laughs> and your Fast and Furiouses, and your Jurassic Worlds. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's still... There's, there's, there's good cinema to be had. There is more quantity than ever before, though. That's true. And the surface level is not good. But I think we, we're approaching a point where people are getting bored of blockbusters, so blockbusters are getting better. So Top Gun Maverick... I agree to some extent. The Batman... Mm-hmm. Kind of... We're almost coming full circle where they're starting to realise that people actually do want good films. I hope you're right. Because but, people are getting bored of shit films. But then... On the opposite side of that coin is Black Panther 2, which, having then watched The Menu, which is our featured film of the yeah, week. which we'll get on to. Um, which ties into this, I think, actually. I think there's... there's. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because it's so difficult to sit here and think of new film concepts. Mm-hmm. And yet they are coming out, and they are happening. Yeah. And they are very good when they do. Like Not always Everything easy Everywhere, The Menu... Uh, X, X, I heard was I. I still bloody watched it, but I heard poor. it was pretty and creative. Yeah, barbarian. If you want, um, they are there. You've just got to dig a little bit deeper. I think. Mm-hmm. Let, let, yeah, the issue is the films that aren't actually good movies mm. are the ones that make all the money. That's true. To be fair, though, Tarantino is supposedly one of the most knowledgeable people on the planet about yeah. cinema. I, I actually watched a clip this week of him explaining that how Top Gun is mm. just an allegory for... Yeah. Uh, I don't know, what, what film was that from? Oh. I don't... Th- it's not one of his, is it? No, no, no. He's just some sort of extra in it, I think. Oh, I couldn't tell you. Fuck. Um, and then he also said in... I assume it's just one interview... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is his best film. Kind of makes sense that you'd say that because it's I his most recent. I think it's a bloody brilliant film. I think it's mm, massively underrated. Mm-hmm. I think his worst is Hateful Eight. His worst is Jackie Brown. And that's ge- genuinely a no-brainer. To be fair, I think, I think story-wise, Jackie Brown is probably better. But the way it's made... I have my issues with Jackie Brown. Mm. Yeah, okay. you might be right, to be fair. You might be right. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting, though, because a lot of people will say Jackie Brown's their favourite. 
Maybe they're trying to be different or cool. I cannot see. No one says Hateful Eight's their favorite. No one. No. But I'd be. I I don't see how Jackie Brown could be your favorite ever. In any capacity. In any capacity. I'm sorry. I know. I guess it depends. I think if you how can you watch Pulp Fiction and say, "Oh no, Jackie"? If you consider yourself a Tarantino fan, then Jackie Brown isn't. No, because it's well. It's not. It's, it's less Tarantino y. It's so far off every other film. Uh, okay, the pacing is slow, like Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight's more Tarantino y. Yeah. And it has a much better payoff. Yeah. I think the. Well, the problem with Hateful Eight, I don't know. It's not a happy story in any sense. No. Whereas every, every other Tarantino film has some kind of. Justice to it. I guess there is a justice mm-hmm. to it. It's just not a positive one, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Uh, anyway, Ryan Reynolds says he wrote a full Deadpool Christmas movie that hasn't been made. I'm not going to lie, that would work. Oh, me. it would definitely work. It, it would work very, very well, I think. It worked better than Guardians of the Galaxy, which I'm really not looking forward to. No. I would not be satisfied. Maybe satisfied. For the third Deadpool movie to also be a Christmas movie to some extent. Yeah. Even if... Because... It know, would make sense for him. This holiday special, do we know... What's the runtime on it? What's the... Is it a Disney Plus thing? I think it's a Disney Plus thing. But I don't know what You could means. do that better with Deadpool. Yeah. 100%. Um, still I'm trying to think if there's any info on the... Uh, it, so it is a TV special, a holiday special. Okay. So it will be, I assume... Oh shit, it's out on Friday. Uh, can we not watch it Friday? Can we wait until December at least? You don't want to fall behind on these things, though. I don't want to watch a holiday special in November. Well, fair enough. It's like um, seeing people put Christmas decorations up now. It's not even a month. It's more than a month. We, as a society, need to draw the line at on December 1st. The first time you should properly think about celebrating Christmas is opening the first door on your calendar. Mm. Which... In our case, you will probably forget to buy a candle for a couple of days. It's an issue. Yeah. You'll live, though. Exactly. All it's right. too early. You save this. You can only watch one of these 2023 movies. Mm. Which do you choose? Oppenheimer, Spider-Man, uh, Across the Spider-Verse, Dune 2, or Indiana Jones 5? Oppenheimer. Uh, that qu- so you're not even considering Dune 2? June 3 is going to be the big one. Why? It is. Um. Okay. Well, um, there you go. There's Jack's take. Well, Indy 5. As if, much it, if, it, if it hadn't been for Indy 4, I'd be more excited for it than I am. And Mads Mixon looks good in it. Yeah. I also, like the story is about the space race. And it's, it's something to do with how the Nazis must have been involved to some extent and they're just like looking at basically the Nazis controlling both sides of the space race development, I believe. That's weird, isn't it? Because there was no mention of Nazis in 4, was there? Uh, no. maybe a men- I don't know, but... There, no, it was to be fair. They were just... Soviets. Well, they were communist, yeah. They were communist. To be fair, across the Spider-Verse... It's, it will I be amazing. It will be amazing. That's is it. It's gonna be a two part though, isn't it? Oh yes. Say. Yeah. No. Yeah. For me, it's between 
Oppenheimer in June part two. Yeah. Indy five's bottom. Uh hmm. It dep- yes. Indy five might be amazing and I'll regret saying it, but I think there's a high chance of Spider Verse being better than Indy. And I think Oppenheimer yeah. is gonna be unmissable. It's probably good that my expectations of Indy are quite low. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 here for the taking Spielberg. Wow Please. me. Get us on your team before we do a director battle in about ten minutes. Foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, Chris Hemsworth will be taking a break from acting after learning he has a genetic predisposition to Alzheimer's. Uh, quite a sad thing to learn. It is a sad thing to learn. I don't know what not acting will do to help that. No, particularly. But maybe I, just, I, it's not early. It's not onset, early onset no. Alzheimer's, is it? It's just Alzheimer's. He's got like two Surely genes. Take what you've got. Yeah, enjoy it while you can. I thought. What was the that film with him and Miles Teller? Oh, uh, the Spider, Spider Island or yeah, something. Spider Web, I think. Or Spy- oh, what was it called? Did you ever watch that? No. Um, I watched it. You watched it. Yeah. Apparently not good. I thought. Uh, it started off quite well. Spider Head was it? Spider Head. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, no, it was he, an he was concept. he was good in it actually. And until I saw the reviews, I would have watched it. But yeah, it it was a solid watch. Okay. I think he he was. I like this episode at the end because I'm. Um, uh, I think good guys win. <laughs> to be honest, fair enough. Loads don't know. I mean, they were testing experimental drugs on yeah. prison inmates. On, on inmates, yeah. Um, and Chris Hemsworth's the scientist, mm-hmm. and he, it's all you know, bad. Turns out, uh, it's it's all right. I've always liked Chris Hemsworth though. He's he's got a new. I think it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's like a documentary about. I don't know, pushing yourself or something. Oh, okay. I might watch it. It looks quite good. Um, I can't think of anyone who needs more motivation than you to push yourself. Fair point. <laughs> uh, yeah, as you were saying, Indy 5, uh, set in 1969. Uh, quote from Jez Butterworth, who I'm assuming is some kind of writer. producer or writer. Yeah. The simple fact is that the moon landing program was run by a bunch of ex-Nazis. How... X they are is the question. I guess it's probably true though, isn't it? Because it's mm. a lot of German scientists after the war. Sounds like quite a different approach to an indie film, though. Yeah, it sounds kind of conspiracy mm. and not very archaeological. Yeah, which exactly. is his whole thing. Um, but I don't know. Maybe. Well, I don't. I don't want them to make it like a spy movie or something. No, there would be no point in that, would there? You wouldn't think. But then there's no. I don't. What, what role does Indiana Jones play in all that? Apart from being the good guy, I don't know. I don't know. Well, because he doesn't even. He's not. A fighter anymore. No. <laughs> it's mm, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Like I say, my expectations aren't very high, unfortunately. Shame. Uh, According to a new study, over one third of Marvel fans are feeling fatigued by the constant stream of content from the MCU. Yep. Definitely. Count me in. 
Next piece of movie news. <laughs> um, apparently, Fast and Furious Ten has a bu- has had its budget increased to three hundred forty million dollars. God, I'm trying to think what standard movie budget is. Obviously, three hundred forty is very high. I think, assuming it return, but I mean, it will probably make billion. a bill a billion. Yeah. Um, which is, I think yeah. they look to what at least gamble. double, don't they? I think if you don't double, it's a failure. Oh really? And I think beyond that, it's well because they good. always lie about it, don't they? The budget. It's supposedly. always a bit iffy, yeah. Three. So to have a budget of three hundred forty million dollars. I don't know what they've got left to do at this point. Yeah, they went to space. The thing is, they will make a lot of money. Yeah. We will probably go watch it. I mean, I haven't seen the last. No, I've seen Hobbs and Shaw and one. I'm pretty I sure. haven't seen eight or nine. I don't think. Was eight the one with Plastic. the submarine? In yeah, Antarctica. <laughs> yeah, I've not watched that one. Which was which was seven? Oh, was that Paul Walker's? Yeah, last probably. dance. Yeah, I've seen that one. I think. Uh, this is a nice bit. There's a thing about uh, Peter Capaldi sending in fan mail to John Pertwee. Per- oh, oh, I say it like yeah. that. Pertwee. Pert- How do you say that less? Enunciated. How do I make myself sound cooler saying John Pertwee? I'm sure it sounds cooler normally. Pertwee. Yeah. But that that's cool. not it. Um, Pertwee. No, definitely Pert not that we. one. Definitely not that one. Anyway, which doctor was he? Was he? No. Three? Three or four? I don't know. No, four was I'm Tom Baker. Oh, Fifth yeah. was Peter Davidson, yeah, like I don't, I'm, I'm not good. I can't remember. Anyway, uh, but like Capaldi that. sent him so much fan mail that he was invited to go on set multiple times and beca- and became friends with the cast and crew in 1974. Oh my god, that's amazing! It's crazy, isn't it? The idea of you being such a big Doctor Who fan <laughs> that you get invited, that you get invited, and then you go <laughs> and play <Multiple> him. <laughs> Which reminds me, I watched In the Loop. Which I had already watched, I realised. Okay, what is it? So in the loop, it's kind of uh, a sequel in some ways to The Thick of It. Oh, okay. Uh, which I've never got around to watching. I've watched a couple of series of yeah, it. Yeah, I've always really enjoyed it, but I don't think I could binge it. And his character was basically the best. Yeah. So Capaldi keeps his character, and the other Scottish guy, oh, I think, okay. keeps his character. Everyone else kind of changes, but it's the same idea. But it's a film, um, right? It's great. It's so it's Is so it? well yeah. written. Just like all of Capaldi's insults to people, are just fucking they're hilarious. And he's great. He's, he's, he's so behind him when he said you can really feel mm. he's trying to just. He's so it. Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's nice. We like. Uh, I hadn't seen this. Tarantino confirms his next project oh, is an eight-episode yeah. limited series. Filming begins twenty twenty-three. Wow, I was not expecting that piece of news. It's hard to it's, imagine Tarantino doing something that isn't a movie. Yeah, because there's always because he was meant to do his Star Treks at one point, yeah. and it doesn't. You, make you always assume that he his whole plan the whole time has been to do his sort of 10 yeah. great movies but then it makes it if he wants to still keep it that way but he's got another idea then it 
equally kind of yeah. makes sense to do that. So, so I mean, that means we're not getting a Tarantino film for probably another three or four years. Yeah, four years, I reckon, at least. Yeah. But that's it's fine. It's depressing. That's fine. We've got Oppenheimer. That's that'll, true. That'll keep me going for a few years. Eight episode series. Well, it won't be, it won't do any kind of extended universe thing, will it? <laughs> no. I wouldn't have thought so. Who would he do it with? Uh, I reckon... HBO. Oh, that's what you mean. I thought well, you meant... no, well, yeah, because it could be streaming, but I can't, I can't imagine him doing something for Netflix. No. I know. Oh. Maybe I, w- I want to know more about it. Oh, Before definitely. I form any opinions. That's very exciting, though. <laughs> so, film begins 2023. So, we, we could have it at the end of next year. Possibly, mm. I think in 2023. Oh, imagine if it's an anthology. That'd be fun. Oh. Just, just eight yeah. Tarantino films. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that much to ask, is it? Just like that. Would... Your whole career, Tarantino, basically, just do it again for a limited series. Netflix, HBO. If you're listening, just think think on it. Think on it. Let your, really, let your re- hamster really, work that yeah, way in your mind. Really, really picture that. <laughs> that would be incredible. Uh, Constantine 2. I've not seen Constantine yet. It's on. Ne- it's out on Netflix. Me neither. I didn't... I'm, um, I mean, I don't think it was particularly well received. No. Uh, but director Frank Lawrence says Constantine 2 will be R-rated. Lovely. Which I guess... Um, yeah, I don't know how that fits. I guess into if because if, if, I I I guess you want to make it not uh, out and out, you know, standard comic book movie. No, not at all. But um, so it's the weird the thing is, it move. it will do better than the first one. Yeah, even though you know, no one's. I mean, there'll be pe- a lot of people out there who've never even heard of the first one who will go and watch that. I imagine. Yeah. Weird world. I saved this because it was interesting. Uh, James Gunn tweeted a picture of Mr. Terrific. Now, you've never watched any of the Arrowverse, have you? Have Did you watch any Flash? No. No. So he, he turned up in Arrow mm-hmm. at some point. He's fucking, he's a stupid character, to be honest. Okay. So uh, Mr. He? Terrific, he's basically smart and he has these orbs that he made. Mm. Which do stuff. Oh, they do stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it's pretty dumb. But yeah. he tweeted a picture, and obviously now he's co-CEO of DC or something. Um, that's interesting. Weird. Because he's a pretty, he's a low-key character. Like, <laughs> yeah. Name like Mister Terrific. They should. Well, be. yeah. Um. That's a that is a classic chase question. Which of these is a real superhero, Mister <laughs> And I was actually Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So these these uh, stats for the Walking Dead viewership. So I learned. So in my uh, review of the Tenant era last night. So the Titanic Kylie Minogue Christmas special got oh, fourteen million views. What an episode live. that was! Now Walking Dead at its peak got seventeen million. Wow. And that is wow. peak Walking Dead, and that's US viewers. Oh, okay. 
saw a much bigger audience. Yeah. Goes to show how fucking huge Doctor Who was, though. That episode was. That is my personal favorite Christmas episode. What have you got? What are your options? Think... You got the Sycorax one, which is is solid. We love the David Tennant. Yeah, but generally as a story, uh, Titanic Tennant. one. Then you've got because uh, there was well, you had the end of time. What Tennant's the... last one. Was that the yeah, yeah? But that was, that yeah. was sort of Christmas New Year's. It wasn't particularly Christmassy, was it? No. Um, Bloody brilliant though. Mm-hmm. I never watched Twice Upon a Time. Which was that? That was Peter Capaldi's last episode. That was good. I remember that being very good. And then also the Scrooge episode with Matt Smith. Yeah, I good. briefly remember it. Was that the same one with the lady who was frozen? Yes. Yeah. But I can't really remember it. Mm. Um, but that's... I think I need to rewatch that one. Yeah. And then we... I mean, what was it? I mean, New Year's Doctor is just not the same. And especially when everyone was fucking underpowered Daleks. Just fuck off. When are we get? So, next who is November of next... Is year. it? Is it? It's The it's, anniversary one? I think so. But then I think there's also going to be a Christmas one. I think well, yeah, the Christmas one is not. I'm a, well, I'm a, not well because is it a three part with Tenor? Okay, and then, then and there is, is four. Th- well, there's four scheduled, I believe. So three part with Tenor makes sense for Lennon and Cootie to get. Is it three part? Well, I have, can't have remember you got that. the Doctor Who news on your for the because he's got his new companion? Oh, of course, yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't save it. I don't know why I didn't save it. Oh, mate. Yeah. That's so that was news. was it announced on Children in Need? Yeah. So actually, like the first relevant thing Children in Need done has done since I don't know the last Doctor thing they did, Doctor Who thing they did. Yeah. So uh, we've had the new companion announced, uh, Millie Gibson, mm-hmm. who, to be fair, pictured with Nkuti. Looks like they will have a lot of fun. Yeah, I reckon. She's young. Yeah, she's. I think Lovely. she's 18. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I'm trying to think. Billy Piper. Certainly Rose was 19. I don't know how old Billy Piper was. Oh, but, okay. Um, wow, okay. And she's been in. Oh, what's she been in? She's been uh, in I want to say Corrie or. Oh, okay. I thought she'd been in Holly Oaks or something. Netflix thing. She or might have been. Point. She might have been. Um, but no, I, honestly. Seems good. It's. It, I like they're kind of going back to basics with the companion. <laughs> yeah. Because they've tried to be kind of change it, up, switch it up with the companions. I don't think it's ever worked. Well, no, Donna worked. Yeah, Donna and then Clara worked, mm-hmm. and obviously Amy Pond and Rory worked. Um, but no one. But was Bob was shit. Bob's so forgettable. That's I. That's I the thing. literally don't remember anything about. But mm. didn't she, did she end up as a Cyberman yeah. or something? Yeah, um, um, and Ryan and fucking Bradley Walsh and, and Yaz, and, Yaz. And, Dan. Oh, and Dan bloody hell so we've not had a good companion in over five years yeah when did Clara wow no was Clara Clara, Clara was, was Bob, before Bill. Bob Bill Bob Bill, was Bill? It Bill? I thought it was Bill was it Bill Bill or Bob no I think it was Bill yeah yeah okay um, yeah. sad times no, I, I yeah, very good pick from on mm. face value. I think. Yeah, I reckon. Uh, is that all the movie news? Yeah. Although her name's what's her name, Ruby Holiday or something. Yeah, so it's, it's like a that. bit of a. Well, 
Mm. What can you do? I I never made the well, silly as it was in the uh, is it Voyage of the Damned? Is that the Titanic episode? Uh, yes, my right. Um, the bad guy is Max Capricorn, mm. isn't it? And the star sign for Christmas is Capricorn. Damn. There you go. Torchwood is an anagram of Doctor Who. <laughs> I didn't know that one. I only found that out the other day. <laughs> you serious? Well, so Torchwood was, it was the, they would, when they were trying to keep scripts under wrap, they'd labour under Torchwood. Oh. Okay. And then they named Torchwood after Torchwood. <laughs> wow. But yeah. I cannot believe you didn't know that. No, yeah. I just, <laughs> That's really No, because I saw a tweet about it. It was like, I only just realised Torchwood is an anagram of Doctor Who. And I was like, it's not. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then I had to go back to it. Like, oh, fuck. No, it is. Wow. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. Brain cells at an all-time low. Oh, you're telling me. I literally just had a thought. That <laughs> no, my thought was... So, in terms of actual storyline relevance, right? Okay. So, Rose had a lot of storyline relevance. Martha didn't. No. Donna did. Clara did. They had, like, a weird kind of... Clara's was so weird. Clara's, I... What was she? The, the, The impossible girl. The impossible girl, whatever. Um, and then Amy Pond did. Well, I, I, I actually, just the thing about Clara, is that they had an opportunity to take a companion from a different time period mm. and didn't take it, and that annoys me. Because they've still not done that, I swear. It would be a lot of explaining, though, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? If you take like a, even a Victorian person... I guess. But... They'd have no idea what was going on. I mean, logically, if you're going to take a companion, take them from the future. Yeah. But I'm not saying they couldn't do that either. Yeah, I don't know. And also, I think, is it Matt Lucas is the only alien they've ever had as a so-called companion? But he wasn't really a companion. What about Rory? He was a... He was a... Um, or, Orton? So, well, he was what a, were they called? What, the plastic people. Orton, wasn't it? Was Orton? It? I thought they were Ortons. It might be. I don't know. But that sounds really wrong now I say it. Mm. Oh, we're getting really hung up on things. That on are, irrelevant fan things, base. really. Our massive fan base aren't particularly interested in. Yeah. I'm talking to you, Eddie. Sorry. <laughs> also, I didn't realise how much of a shagger David Tennant was. How do you mean? So he necked off with Rose, Madame oh. du Pompadour, <laughs> uh, Martha, and... Um, Kylie Minogue to be fair I don't can to you the best of my knowledge a doctor has never snogged so many people necking off of Kylie Minogue that is mm. that's goat shit well that's something they were saying is that the doctor before that point was kind of asexual yeah actually not very nice also like towards women I didn't well I think that was just a, a kind of superiority complex yeah. thing yeah um yeah, food for thought. To be fair, it's David Tennant. Can you blame anyone for wanting to kiss him? Well, Ma- well, Matt Smith had a thing with River Song. To be fair, and Capaldi had a weird thing with Missy, didn't he? I'm not sure they made out. Did they make out? They were very f- weirdly that was flirty, the mi- though. The whole Missy thing was yeah. she was flirty. Yeah, I actually quite liked Missy. Yeah, she was good actually. The Masters have for been 
yeah consistently good and the writing was generally better around well it's just generally got worse mm. but still the master as yeah. a person and actor yeah they've managed to stay pretty good I've been trying to kind of clue myself up on Doctor Who, Doctor Who lore without having to watch old classic Who because yeah. I can't be bothered uh huh it's interesting the whole because uh, obviously the timeless child thing is horrid a load of bollocks mm-hmm. but there's a lot of theories about the doctor mm-hmm. so well and so initially I think in the first season mm. there was no mention of Time Lords or Gallifrey or anything right and people thought that the doctor was just a scientist Oh, okay. Like a human scientist. Some people think Time Lords are the very far distant future of humans. Okay. Which Would explain makes why sense, so actually. Keen on yeah. Human, yeah. Especially if they can control time, they can literally go to the end of the universe and just restart mm. and just keep looping. Uh, the Doctor and the Master of Siblings. Yeah. Which is an interesting one. I think. Because it. Oh, it does make sense. Yeah. I think New Who has kind of, I don't know, limited some of those theories down mm. a bit more. Especially to Timeless Child, and I don't, and obviously, I don't, you never saw Gallifrey before New Who, did you? I don't think. No, there, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but there was a lot of um, Gallifreyans and, and the Master and, and whatnot. Because I never watched Peter Capaldi's episode where he goes and fucks them all up or whatever. I don't know. I don't actually know what happened. Neither do I. The, the whole Gallifrey timeline is confusing. I don't great. know if it's meant to be, yeah, but I think it's just not a bit great. ropes. Yeah. Um, some say he's, the Doctor's like a reincarnation of a, of a Gallifreyan deity or something. Oh, cool. There's okay. a lot of crazy stuff. Also, in Tennant's last episode where the woman, you know, the Gallifreyan woman mm-hmm. who he like looks at. Meant to be his mum. Meant to be his mum, but it's never actually said. Yeah. It's all well, very interesting because you assume a lot of these things and yet I, you don't I, know if they're true. I feel as though that was one of the things about Timeless Child mm. is that in something like the show notes or the write up or whatever, mm. it, it is made clear that is meant to be his mum or even just oh, really? RTD says in an interview that is his mum. Oh, okay. And then the timeless child rewrites that as well, mm. which is a strange moment to have. Um, but I seriously wish we could just forget timeless child. That's ser- it's just damage is done now, though, isn't it? Um, if there's no more new news, just a little bit of a letterbox roundup. Go on. Okay, so Sam Horn watched Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, Loved it. No, funny enough, <laughs> bang average. Fair. Plot all over the place. Yeah. A few characters actually, only a few characters actually had compelling story arcs. Agreed, but I don't think that actually made the characters bad. I still enjoyed mostly characters in it, I have to say. Okay. I think that was actually one of its strong points. Lots of cringe scenes. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Doctor Fate nerfed a shit and didn't get yeah. any screen time. Yeah. Obviously nerfed, but I don't know. I, I think... You can, you write yourself into a corner too much when your characters are too powerful. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Shuri gets her fucking spine obliterated by a pole and just walks mm. it off. 
Yeah. Um, which was bad enough. I think everyone would love to see Doctor Fate reappear again or have have his own solo film or something. Yeah, definitely. Because it seems such a waste because he was fucking good. Mm. Um, and he enjoyed the post-credit scene. Yeah, I like the post-credit scene. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it, how almost, uh, I don't know, pre-production banter <laughs> became Trans- almost yeah, canon yeah. in Black Adam. Yeah. I like with me. the whole sort of Mullering su- uh, Superman posters and stuff. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I think but it's, it's cool. They, they, it is cool. I'm a fan of it. They need some strong writing on that storyline for it to work. Yeah. But it could be excellent. It could be, yeah. It has the potential. And then Alfie's mm-hmm. uh, review of Black Panther, uh, just get the highlights out first. Enjoyed more than the first which at the time I did on reflection, yeah, on reflection, story-wise, actually not great. Um, tribute to Chadwick was very tasteful. Yeah, uh, don't think you could disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was the best part. Wow, we was. I, I mean, other I said than the bridge earlier, scene. Sorry, other than the bridge scene, bridge scene was good. We were saying I said to you earlier in the week, just the whole superhero side of the story was just hardly there it was lacking yeah um i mean maybe not bad thing i suppose well wasn't it wasn't mm. especially when you finally got some superhero stuff in it was shit yeah that's true um angela bassett and winston duke mm. particularly good in their roles yeah i think winston duke has been a, a strong point in both films yeah just because he's actually within the wakanda world an mm. unusual figure because everyone else is really supportive of each other and yeah that's true all about the collective and mm. he's a bit more rogue and yeah. i like that um far too long way too much dialogue absolutely mm. yeah yeah Can't, there was a lot of lot of dialogue yeah um again just not enough action on my i i, I don't think at all um and hey right, he says he failed to engage or attach to the story of characters quite a lot Towards the end, I certainly felt that. Yeah, when what? So with like Ironheart, for example, Ironheart was weak. Was weak, even um, to be honest, Namor could have done with. I I I thought his backstory was interesting, but it was, I don't know, a bit kind of rushed, and I, I wasn't a huge fan of it. It needed. It it was it needed development adequate. It was adequate, yeah. And that's about it. Um, and also, just Namor saying he'll come back in a week's time. I just... <laughs> yeah. It gets worse every yeah, time I think Yeah, there were definitely plot points in there. Um, how little side characters just in general matter. I mean, Martin Freeman's role was wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and the boat at the end may as well have been an aquatic death star with how vulnerable <laughs> it was. <laughs> That's good. That's a great line. <coughs> uh, he did not need a post-credit scene, which I did like. He didn't like it. He didn't, no. Okay. He says he thought it was a bit pointless, but I... To be fair, following the ending, mm. it did feel like it was a post-credit scene for the sake of it being a post-credit scene. It didn't have to be, yeah. or mid-credit scene, whatever. Because it, it was have to just be... a continuation yeah, of the yeah. last scene. Yeah, okay. Uh, that, Okay. I'll go with that. Well, I'd say, uh, yeah, and I agree. It didn't feel like a post-credit, uh, a Marvel yeah. post-credit scene. It's not what we've come to expect. 
Well, that's the thing with post-credit scenes, isn't it? Because a lot of people like them because it gets people to stay in theatres to watch the credits. A bit, yeah. A bit. But I can't imagine that's the re- reason Marvel do it. It shouldn't be. No. And for the most part, it's not. But it's basically a, an excuse for them to... Plug. To show you a trailer. Mm. A little teaser. Mm. Um, and last of all, he did not rate the CGI, which... Yeah. I think it's fair it's, it's such a weird one, isn't it, the CGI? Because maybe it is a, a, a just because of time that they, they just can't get it. But right. it, it, it doesn't seem to evolve. No. Well, I say that. I mean, some films, it, like previous Marvel films, it's been better than it is currently. Yeah. When the timeline was less bulk, was less packed yeah as simple as that um those are the only two letterboxd reviews i have to go through this week i believe yeah follow us on letterboxd we'll follow you back we'll read out your reviews so yeah. make them good uh iltwidb max and iltwidb jack it's I funny it's it's interesting i actually really like seeing other people's reviews of films yeah um and letterboxd is really good for that mm. are we Shall are we, we menuing? Are we not going for a direct bell? We are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, mind. with the previous mention of Indy Five, we've had we've had pictures released, haven't we, of Indy Five? Yeah. But limited pictures. I mean, what is it? It's Indy on a boat. Yeah. Lads with a hat on. Harrison Ford, looking old. To be fair. Yeah, he can't help that, though, can he? He looks like a man who doesn't really want to be playing Indy anymore. But then I saw an uh, it was an interview or something saying that this will be like the send-off for Indy that we haven't had. Okay. Which I'm a fan of, to be fair. I think that'd be cool. Well, yeah. Well, four was a half-hearted attempt. Right towards the end, it was like, oh, Indy gets what he wants, sort of. Yeah. And Shia LaBeouf didn't seem like the right replacement, necessarily. Mm. Yeah. And there was no short... The fact that they've not somehow found short round... To fit into it again. Oh, it'd be great if they got him in. Give it? it to us, please. I don't think they will. No. But I know from the the minimal impression I have of Cookie Kwan. Is that mm. his name? Who? Of short rounds actor. Uh, something along those lines. I think he's the kind of guy who would be well up for. Replacing oh, he would. Short yeah, round. for sure. So I, I don't see what they've got to lose. Although um, I do, I think he also has the chance now to become a serious actor. Yeah. Off off the back of everything everywhere. Completely. Mad the break he took. It's absolutely mad. Yeah. Um well, we might as well cover the indie movies whilst we're on them. For first. Okay, so Indie Four is quite bad. Yeah. I think it was the first one I watched and I quite liked it. And then I watched the other ones mm. and it just doesn't fit, does it? Yeah. It just doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah. That it, it yeah. You can watch the first three as a three. And and even the action scenes are just preposterous. Yeah. I mean, for me, it goes Indy 1, Indy 3, Indy 2, Indy 4. Really? Yeah. I think Last Crusade is the best. Really? I really like The Last Crusade. Well, really that's... Like it. Was it... Who was I... Was I talking to you about it? How in Indy 1, he doesn't actually do anything. Uh, he doesn't yeah. actually affect yeah. 
the course it's of like the event. It's like a big bang thing, isn't it? Because like, oh really? Like it's like there's a whole episode revolved around the girlfriends make, um, making them realise Indy has no <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. role in the story. Because the bad guys win, yeah. actually, in the end of any one. Um, Temple of Doom. I've always liked it, yeah. but then I, I mean, I watched them all as a kid, and it's it's not sort of a, a deep, interesting, exciting no. thing. It's just kind of three seems more it's of a, a classic. natural sequel. I always really like three. Maybe it's because there's Nazis in it. It's good to have they're such yeah. a good bad guy. There's, there's no, the, yeah. you don't have to question yourself at all. Just make them horrible. Don't make them redeemable in any way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Indy's good. Nazi's bad. Yeah. Let's just, you know, watch the, it. The, uh, what's the, th- what's, uh, don't know. The, what's, what's Jesus's cup? The, the Holy, Holy Grail. Grail. Come on. I don't, I don't know why that took so long to come to me. The, him, uh, going through the, <laughs> I don't know, what would you call it? Trials of Jesus or something. <laughs> um, I always love that. Okay. But no, I just, I know, it, Indy's back and forth with his dad is great. Yeah, I just definitely. think throughout it's done really nicely. But I've learned for, there's still, it's, the original trilogy is great. Yeah, definitely. And I would still watch them, because they come on around Christmas time. Always, yeah. They're always on telly. Yeah. And I'm very willing to watch them. Mm, definitely. If anything, I need to I need watch to them all the way through, actually. Yeah. Because that's the thing, when they're on telly, I'll, you know, sit through the second half or something mm. because it's on telly. Yeah. And I've probably very rarely actually watched it all in one. Mm. Um, but anyway, this is a good note on, on his part. Speaking of, this week we are discussing Steven Spielberg versus James Cameron. Yes. A, a battle of the titans, really. Yeah. Now, in my, in my humble opinion... There isn't much debate here, but you seem to think there is. I think there's a conversation to be had. Now, both pioneers in their in their own right. For real. James Cameron is the the king of ra- raking in money at the box yeah, office. Yeah, he's a box office juggernaut. He really is. He might be the box office juggernaut. Did he? What? Oh, no, nothing. I just... You know when you look up on Google what movies they've done and it's just half the time wrong. Just had an example of that, basically. Um, fuck? What? James Cameron wrote Terminator 2. I had no idea. Did you not know that? No. I thought that was like, let's... And he wrote Rambo 2 as well. He bought, Did he? Oh, so he's the Terminator writer. I had no idea. Seriously? No, genuinely. I, for me... Come on, mate. Well, when you think of James Cameron, you think Titanic Avatar. and Avatar. Uh-huh. Really? No, that's that's fair enough. But also, you think Terminator, and, oh, and I think and directed, yeah, a little bit before our generation would say Aliens. Very different to Alien, and yet really good, as well received. Really. Gen- genuinely, because I watched it, you know, six months ago, or whatever, to see if it was worth Mm-mm. the respect it, and it it thoroughly is. It really is a good film. Um, but let's talk about the Terminators for a moment here, shall we? Terminator 2 is fantastic. Terminator 2, seven years on from Terminator. No, really? That's it's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, it's the weird thing with Terminator 2 is that 
it is the Terminator film. Is if, yeah, if you ask yeah. one, there's not a lot of film series in which the second one is the one. Yeah, if I'm trying to think of another. Terminator, you watch Terminator Two, Science of the Lambs. Is that that I've... is a, the second? I thought it was the original and. Um... What is it? Han- is it just Hannibal? There's Hannibal and there's... Oh, God, I can't remember now. I want to say Silence of the Lambs is a second because I watched it. It's, it is... I think it's technically a sequel, but it's not really a sequel. Right. If, oh, no, maybe it is the first. Yeah. Okay. I'll take Who directed Silence of the Lambs? Uh, 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 Jonathan Dem. Who? There's a quiz question. That's one to remember. Mm. Um... But no, Terminator 2 is a great film. Yeah. And I think at the time it was also groundbreaking for the CGI. It was also because in Terminator 1, Arnie's the bad guy. Yes. And then Terminator 2, they, they flip it. And, I mean, that was then just the blueprint for the rest of them, basically. Yeah. As, I mean, as, it all fell off after Terminator yeah, 2. As ill-fated as they were. It was such a good... Which is when James Cameron dropped off it, actually, after Terminator 2. Did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the, the latter Terminators are terrible. Just terrible. And I'm I trying to think which of them I've watched, actually. I think I watched the one with Amelia Clark. Is that three? No, or no, four? no. That's... Uh, Genesis. Be? I don't know. Something like Genesis or something. Um, okay, he wrote a lot of the video games for Terminator as well, actually. It's one of those that you always see in an arcade, isn't it? Yeah, oh yeah. So the Terminator came in the arcade. Um, also, another, uh, not an issue of this debate, sort of, but we don't know what Avatar 2 and beyond are going to be like. Well, I saw, so project, projections for the first weekend of Avatar 2 were something like $150 million. Considering... Black Panther got 340. Oh, yeah, true. Or so 300 true. something. But I think people Which are a bit more apprehensive. I, I, I still think it's going to do very well. But if it goes, if this whole series goes well, it, I think it would be his magnus opus. Magnum opus? Magnus, how do you say it? I've, mm, mag, magnum opus? I want to say magnus opus. Magnus opus. I don't actually know. Email him. No, don't. If you're going to email him about <laughs> anything, don't make it that. Um, and then, I've never watched Titanic. You've never watched Titanic? No. How bad is that? That's that's bad. That's worse than Rocky. But, you know, I know how it ends, so why would I watch it? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I never thought it was that good a film. Wow, okay. I heard... I mean, obviously it did phenomenally at the box there office. There was kind of, apparently... A not a generation, but a large amount of people who didn't know it was based on a true story. I didn't know it so was based was... on a true story. I was in just the Titanic. I think yeah, no, the, the Titanic. Just oh, they yeah. didn't realize. I know the Titanic happened, guys. For, for the record. <laughs> or well, or was it the Titanic? Oh, I see. So it wasn't Jack and Rose. That's not a true story. No, I think that's fictionalization. Okay. But people who had watched Titanic thought oh, it was just the entire event. Was it probably James adds Cameron a lot film. more weight to it when the boat crashes. Spoilers. Because <laughs> you didn't know it was going down. But yeah, I mean, at least we've not told you why it crashes into. Yeah. I mean, what? there's so many things you could crash into in the Arctic Circle. Yeah. 
It's actually the Nazi-backed Soviet (laughs) spaceship in 1912. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And, and, yeah, as you said, aliens. Um, Not, again, not particularly likely original. Yeah, a very different take. But King of the Sequel, he is. It's very good. Well, we'll find out, won't we? And you've watched Rambo Part 2? Yeah. I've watched Rambo 1 and 2 and Ram... No, well, First Blood, First Blood 2 and Rambo. Okay. I think. So I haven't watched the third Rambo. I mean, how much writing do you reckon goes into something like... So in Rambo, um, none. (laughs) I, I got a feeling they just... They had their base, their base plot, and then they just winged it. Yeah, it, like that's what I feel. It makes most sense. It's, uh, Rambo's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I just I remember so there's a scene in it where he's getting chased by like the Burmese army, mm-hmm. and he stumbles across an unexploded bomb. Yeah. So he <laughs> this is like a massive bomb. Uh, so he takes his his uh, sash of grenades, takes the pin out, chucks it on the bomb, and sprints away. The army all comes in, <laughs> blows him up. There's still some left though, so he hops in the back of a of a uh, like armored vehicle on the machine gun, and just mows them down for like five minutes straight. It's fucking class. Um, I also, I, it's a bit wild. Did you ever see Hardcore Henry? I, I believe that was his name. I've looked it up and that seems to be the name. I remember it being called Something Henry. Was that the GoPro one? Yeah. The POV one? Um, I never watched it. Neither did I. It's one of those ones where it has the potential to be quite groundbreaking. And mm. yet, I don't think it, it really did. It wasn't. Yeah, it didn't do very well. Well, because it, it was an action film, wasn't it? Yeah. A pretty kind of spineless, yeah. baseless. It was just for the gimmick. Yeah, which yeah. is a shame, because there's potential there, I think. Do you want to talk about Steven? Stevie? Okay, Stevie so, Spee? Ulberg? In my opinion, the most influential director of all time. Big. I, I don't think anyone comes close, to be honest. No one comes close, to be honest. Hmm. Whether it's within cinema or on the general mass of people, I don't know. I I think Nolan and Scorsese in their own right have had quite a lot of influence. A cultural impact like no other, possibly like no other artist ever. <laughs> Genuinely, wow. Think on it. Email in. That's that's something you should email in about. Think about okay. Has Spielberg Jaws, Close Encounters, Raiders of the Lost Ark, E. T. Uh Jurassic Park, uh Schindler's List, Saving Private Ryan. The problem is, is there's, there's a lot I, no, there's is a lot it? I haven't seen. So Minority Report I've not seen. Catch me if you can, you've seen oh. I've not. The Terminal you've seen I've not. War of the Rock World is a bit shit. Uh, your three indies would ignore the last one. Mm-hmm. Lincoln, not seen, meant to be very good. 
recently less so, The Fablemans, which, is that out? I've not heard. No, so that's out here in January. Okay, what is that? The Fablemans, so it's his semi-biographical oh, okay. thing um, about, you know, the love of cinema and all that jazz. Oh, okay. Who Who disagrees with that? But when someone says director, you think Spielberg. Mm, I suppose. You maybe not, but generally speaking, <laughs> that's your first thought. Okay, I agree. And the, the film titles you've just clocked off. I mean, Ready Player One, I actually quite liked. I didn't watch. You I've didn't not watch watched, Ready Player One? No. That's a bit, three a bit films CG I've watched for me. His, and you haven't. Mm. How about that? Um, no, it, it wasn't. It, it it wasn't amazing. It wasn't perfect, but I think it did a very good job. All the same. Um, shit. What was it? Did you hear about the conspiracy about his alien films, his alien trilogy? No, please tell me. So supposedly, Spielberg was employed by the U.S. government to make three different. Alien films, mm-hmm. one in which they're the bad guys in War of the Worlds, the good guys in ET, and the realistic look, which is Close Encounters. Really? Yeah, to prepare the population, <laughs> <laughs> which is an interesting thought, actually. That is mad. Because if realistically, the best way to get sort of a preconceived idea into people is with Media. classic films. Now it would be TikTok. Yeah. As sad as that is. But back in the... Well, to be fair, I War of the Worlds it. was... When was War of the Worlds? I don't know. 2005. Wow, that recent. There, there is a big gap. I don't I mean, it's, it's quite good. The problem is that the story's shit. Oh, okay. What is the story? Did you, not, Just, did you never read it? In English, no, because they did it. They did a They did BBC. There's a there's was quite it a few that radio thing. Like did like a radio hoax. No, well. no, no. Was so not them? Oh, who was wrote it? War of the Worlds? Um, I can't remember. But essentially, the story is the Martians come. Mm. Um, so the original who's who's the, the book written by H.G. Wells. Um. There's a very old version of it as well. But in the book, it's Victorian era. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Martians come mm. and they take over and start like assimilating Earth. Okay. Sorry. It was in 1938, it was broadcast as a radio drama and it's famous for inciting oh, really? a panic by That's... convincing people. That oh, I didn't realize that. Because isn't there a Simpsons parody yeah, of that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Martians come, they take over, they start assimilating, and then it's it's just such a bad conclusion. The something like the bacteria on Earth in, oh, in the water so lazy. just kills them off and they just sort of die off. I mean it's, that's that's it, kind of similar to a third of an episode of Invincible, is that their time runs differently to us, so they can't attack for too long because they get too old. Yeah, I guess. It's just, it feels very weak. But this is the thing, there's been a lot of adaptations of War of the Worlds. Yeah. And they've all been shit because ultimately the conclusion is so weak. It's never going to satisfy. That you can't, you can't, you can't do it right. Um, 
Oh my god, he's got so many good films. But yeah. Uh, so Adventures of Tintin. Who was? Oh, that's such a good film. So Stephen Moffat was meant to write a trilogy of that Not for surprised. Spielberg, uh-huh. but then he dropped out to do Doctor Who. Really? Yeah. Always, I've watched that film probably four or five times now. Crazy animation. It's Secret of the Unicorn, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Gen- genuinely a really good film. Yeah, Sun Peg Nick Frost in it as well. Yeah, it's really? the two clumsy policemen. There you go. Um, does that count as trivia? I don't think it does. It's Why just not? a fact. War Horse. Great film. Yeah. Wow. West Side Story. Credit where it's due. Is West Side Story in his top five? No. What's your no. top five? Spielberg top five. Uh, well, because I've never been that big a fan of Jaws, really, to be honest. I think because it's dated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would go for Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. E.T. It's a bit, it's a bit cringe, really. Isn't it? Jurassic Park, Schindler's List as one, Saving Private Ryan as two. Uh, and my knowledge of a lot of his is lacking number five I would go for come on Sam have I told you about my experience watching Shane maybe Close Encounters of the Third Kind fair your experience of what sorry Um, when I tried to watch Shinza's List no so we like we bought the DVD for it Mm-hmm. And my my brother and dad both had watched the film some time ago, mm-hmm. and I was charged with putting the DVD in. So like, I open it up. I put the like the right, so where the DVD is in the case, the right hand side. Yeah. I, like, I put the DVD in, and it comes up on the screen, and the two options like resume or extras or main menu or something. Mm. I'm like, that's a bit weird, but I'll press play. And basically, after 45 minutes, the film ends. Jesus. Turns out I'd so put in the first like two hours. I'd it. put in disc two oh, because there, there was like a advertising sheet covering the left side where the first disc was. Right. Neither my dad or my brother, who had seen the film before, <laughs> pointed. Neither of them pointed out that you know we were missing most of the film. That is gutting. <laughs> and so I've never watched it again. I've ne- I've never got around to watching it from the start. I was so. <laughs> so you've not see that might be worse. What was the other one you hadn't watched? Uh, I don't know. Wait, Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. What's a bigger no, miss? I, I mean, Steven, uh, Schindler's, Schindler's is better. Is, is Titanic's probably more iconic though. True, but everyone knows everything about Titanic that needs to be known. Yeah, fair enough. You know, um, my top five, not Schindler's List. <laughs> Genuinely, I've only watched it once. But when I watched it, I, I just loved Catch Me If You Can. Mm-hmm. Um, that might, I think, Last Crusade is probably one. Wow. But Jurassic Park. I I don't know if I've, if I've not seen it, I've not, just not seen it recently enough, or I'd seen Jurassic World first, so it just, it had lost its magic a bit for me <laughs> or something. I don't know. Because they're all just a rehash now anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. Then, catch me if you can. Saving Private Ryan. Uh, 
Saving Private Ryan, and then oh, there are so many good ones. Mm. It's ridiculous. Jet West Side Story. Fuck it. Why not? Good film. It was, and it was way better than I expected. It's also so Spielberg has been involved as a producer on 167 projects, it's quite busy, including the likes of Back to the Future, The Goonies. Shrek. I thought, he, I thought he directed Goonies, did he not? Did he direct Goonies? He might have done. He was involved in Shrek? Yeah. Wow. Uncredited exec producer. What year was Goonies? Oof. No idea. Mid-90s? Late-90s? I don't think he did direct Goonies. No, he didn't. Okay. Um. Basically, what you're saying is he's had a a moderate influence on films. <laughs> oh, so, fucking hell, I'm way too. He might have done, to be fair, it might just be the IMDb shit. He might have directed Goonies. No, he didn't. It was Richard Donner. Okay. But he was involved anyway. Sorry. Uh, okay. F- for me, it's Spielberg, no question. Yeah, go on. Spielberg wins. Haha, <laughs> Max agreed with me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I just... I think I was it, holding it, out hope I, for James. Even it, James Cameron's best for a film... Or my favourite of his. Mm-hmm. Terminator 2. I think top three, it's close, but probably Spielberg still wins. So what? Terminator what? 2, Avatar, Aliens. Aliens yeah. Versus Schindler's List, Seven Private Ryan, and uh, I don't know, Jurassic Park. Yeah. He still loses. Yep. Sorry, James. Sorry, James. Better luck next time, mate. Avatar 2 sponsor us. Mm. Just get out Interesting there. to, to consider the, 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 the influence of them both, though. Oh, 100%. It's insane. To, I don't know, to just, to have that much of an effect through your life. Mm. And it will, you know, in the case of Spielberg, may never be rivaled. And yeah, will go on for years and years and years and years and never be usurped. Mm. Amazing. Last on, the we men- should make a tournament, <laughs> a director tournament. Can we take Spielberg out of it to make it interesting? It's a shit one, isn't it? Because if you put it to a, a a general vote, yeah, Spielberg would win it. But I've probably got preferred directors. Okay, yeah. But it, it feels so yeah. wrong saying it, you know, because <laughs> it's Spielberg. But here we are. Um, the menu. Last but not least. Give me your thoughts. Mm. Ah, you thought you were safe. Um, really good. Mm-hmm. For, the, for, the, for the most part. Mm. Um, caught me off guard. Yep. And I think you're best going in not knowing much. Mm-hmm. Um, but to have what, 12 characters okay what two or three were more minor yeah but each one of them to have a I don't know a role to play in a I don't know dialogue or a story yeah. that you're actually somewhat interested and invested in yeah is impressive in, in itself mm-hmm. and then I know to have it to the backdrop of this that satire yeah 
really impressed. For those who are unaware, so the menu is a story of a group of very wealthy people who go to a extremely exclusive restaurant mm-hmm. for, I don't know, a, a, a you know, tasting experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but they buy but they things start to descend in a very sinister manner. Mm-hmm. Um, but a very impressive manner. I thought it was f- f- really, really, really good. <laughs> I will say, just briefly, the sound mixing mm-hmm. at the start certainly was a bit shit. Oh, I didn't notice that. Couldn't quite hear what they were saying. Okay. But... Was that when, when they got to the island? or Even before. Okay. The, the music was a bit much. Um, probably the only issue I had, had with it. I thought it was fucking fantastic. <laughs> the story was a really cleverly done kind of... I know. It's about, I guess, the... It's about art, in mm-hmm. a way. Well, yeah, mostly. I thought that the the idea that that cooking at such a high level is a form of art, mm. and even Nicholas Holt's little kind of monologue on yeah on how it is art was was more so than really okay. well written. I thought to both be so bold and also have so much subtle about it yeah. at times. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I don't want to. Are we spoiling it? Um, if you've not watched it, it's a very good cinema experience. To a point, yeah. Spoil it to a point. Okay. Don't overcook it. We. Oh, there it is Jack's first joke, mm. and he's got another one coming up. You just wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the first real moment. Mm. That you realise it's only going going to get worse. I didn't expect, and I know. Base it on the the um, the meal. Oh, um, so, so the I mess. assume you're talking about yeah, meal four, three or four. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, me- yeah the mess that it, you know it removes any doubt. Definitely, but yet still you have character development and. Mm interesting bits in there and I found myself laughing more and more as the film went on yeah but it had a very nice balance between comedy and and meaning yeah which is really important yeah it makes it funnier than a comedy in some way when it's like that yeah definitely um the main performances are great I mean Ray Fiennes was fantastic in it to make every kind of look he gave to every character was just perfect to make a role which, when you think about it, is just mad. Yeah. Actually seem believable and mm. interesting. Yeah. I think it's... I love a kind of mental psychopath who doesn't really have any meaning. Mm. Like, you know, Heath Ledger's joke or whatever. This was a, a character who, who sticks to his principles. Yeah. And even though his kind of yeah, his his methods are extreme, the principles remain, and they are actually they make sense. Of the three main characters, 
until the last interaction, mm -hmm. I actually thought Anne Taylor-Joyce was the weakest of the three main. She came into her own. Towards the end, or are you saying just in general? Uh... I think the whole way through she was solid. Her character, her character got better and better. Yeah. The more you kind of learn about her, because Nicholas Holt was overshadowing it a bit, because he he was yeah. just he he was great in it. Um, the and casting was very good. I think. Yeah. Well, actually, quite an, a moderately impressive cast for a very impressive film, I'd say. Yeah. Weirdly, I saw, I felt a bit of everything everywhere in there. Did you? With the circularity of it all. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So with the mm, the cheeseburger. Yeah. The For example, course. the whole, yeah, full circle mm -hmm. of it. Agreed. But I think you only think that because everything everywhere did it so well. It did, yeah. You'll always sort of be compared to that. Um... I just, I, just the humour throughout really got me. I mean, uh, I wasn't expecting menu captions at all. <laughs> yeah. And then each one takes you a little bit off guard. Mm. Even yeah, for sure. Even the one in the chicken coop. Just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So silly. That's what I mean. It's, it's, it's a very, very nice blend of dark comedy. Yeah. And... Was it? What other dark yeah. comedy did we see recently? Um, I, oh, maybe Barbarian, if you want it. I don't think it was Barbarian. No, um, it was something else we watched. Oh, that's annoying. What else has been out? Banshees of Inisherin. Yes. Yeah. Banshees of Inisherin. They are two of the best dark comedies I've seen full stop. Because a lot of time I watch dark comedy and I don't find it funny. They don't actually make me laugh. Yeah, yeah. While also, you know, having deeper yeah. meanings and yeah. discussions to be had. But this was a great, just great, honestly. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, I, I really thought it was excellent. Maybe, even maybe though, touching on top three this year. Wow. For me. I'd go easily top ten. It, to when you know for so long how it's going to end, mm. and yet you're still yeah. so interested, yeah, and it still has so much more to offer. Yeah, there's this kind of beautiful tension in that. Yeah, you know how it's going to end. There's always a faint glimmer of hope. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> the best glimmer of hope was a hell of a oh god yes. It's great. Um, no, really, <laughs> just mad. Yeah, absolutely mad. And to somehow make a film that I don't want to say well-rounded, but it has so much going for it. Yeah, definitely. Issues. I don't think it's going to do very well. No, because of. Well, I mean, we've still got Black Adam and Black Panther in cinemas. Avatar on its way. Avatar on its way. And I don't think there's been a lot of advertising budget for there's it. There's not, which is a real shame. Because it, it was so good. I'm trying to think of the last film I saw at cinema, which I preferred to this. 
I don't know. We're going back. Yeah, wow. Wow. Yeah, it's for me it's it's Minions Rise of Gru. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh just a great a great a, 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 it's almost in some ways more directly than other a criticism of the film industry. Um I wonder if that's what it was meant to be. Certainly to some extent. I think well you you could look at it from any perspective. Any kind it? of artful yeah. perspective. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I think as good as the performance that Ray finds won it for me. Yeah. As yeah, he good. was just fantastic in it. The the the, the final the final scene with Nicholas Holt in is so good. It's so good, and it's so fitting. I think I think because I there's not a lot of hype about it really. No, I think there definitely should be. Well, exactly. I I came out of it feeling feeling, which at this point, <laughs> yeah, it's a rarity. Yeah, maybe Tarantino was right. I oh I I don't know if I actually I I think I do agree with Tarantino. It feels so weak, right? It's so, just because all the big films are. That's so the weak. problem is they're dominant. If if mm. the big films weren't there, it's a the smaller game. ones that are there are so much better. Mm. Like even like the last two weeks we've watched The Menu, Banshees of Inishirin, Barbarian. Yeah. Which have all been fantastic in their own right. Mm-hmm. But overshadowed by two black films. Don't say it like that. <laughs> that's, that's black Adam and Black Panther, not a racial thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It seemed like a succinct way to put it, but yeah. no. Rate it. I don't think I'm even done. I, I, I don't know. There's so much to say. It's just like, it's a beautiful deconstruction of everything wrong with, I guess, the modern, I don't know, distribution and, and, and production of art. And they literally deconstruct it with the... Meals. Five five tables. Oh right. In yeah. there. Yeah. Each one demonstrating Yeah. A specific really problem yeah. with you know can you call it an industry? The overarching it's, industry. It's not of, just about the industry. I guess I, I, I do see it as I don't know, maybe it's just because it is more relevant to me, but mm. an issue with the film industry specifically. I think they all, I can't imagine having, or these problems being so prevalent in any other artistic industry at the moment. But it's not just about the art form, I I didn't think. I thought it was just more a jab as well at just how society has gotten. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess it can be. And some tables more than others in that case. Because, you know, certainly one of the tables is very directly about film, obviously, and art. Yeah. But other tables are about... Even then, I think they can all they can all apply. Yeah. It's all about, you know, 
how they've lost the common touch or yeah. how they've cheated or, to be where or they the, are. Or the, the, the finances behind it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. The more I think about it, the more I like it. <laughs> I might even consider a rewatch. I didn't... Why was she so annoyed when she went and it was just another kitchen? I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Let's, yeah. it, it leaves you like... Yeah. Breadcrumbs in some degree. Yeah. I'm sure there must have been a reason for her to... But it never says yeah. it explicitly. It's like the whole daughter kink. Yeah. Breadcrumbs, but not explicit. Exactly. I think the daughter kink worked, though. Yeah. Completely. As, as did most of it. Yeah, I'd, I'd say issues in there, very minor. Not in any way off-putting to the overall film. No. And for it to so successfully get a point across. Yeah. Yet still make everything about it so enjoyable. Mm. <laughs> Bloody so brilliant. Uh, what are you giving it? Four. Four. <sighs> High four. Uh, I'm touching Maybe. on five here. I'm touching on five. If, if you're thinking that... You should rewatch it and see if it's, if it's the same. It's very high four, maybe, maybe four and a half, but I think high four. I'll go four and a half. Okay. But I may change my my mind in a week. <laughs> we'll see. But go watch it. Bloody good, honestly. Watch over Black Panther and Black Adam, please. Please, we're begging you. Mm. Save cinema. Make the right call. Yeah. Tarantino hates you. <laughs> this is your fault. Not us. We share our love. Not me. Not Hermione. You. <laughs> uh, anyway. Joke of the week time. Hit okay, me. I'm, I'm going to give this one a go. Okay. <laughs> I, well, mm, Okay. So I have to say preliminarily. Preliminarily. Why? If you have to define words, it kind of takes away from the joke, doesn't it? <laughs> well, right, so a, so a squaw, that's another name for a Native American wife or woman. Oh, okay. Um, so a Native American chief has three wives. Mm-hmm. They're all pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh the first one gives birth to a boy. Wonderful. So uh, the chief has a, a teepee for her made out of deer hide. Nice. Uh, you know, it's a nice teepee. It's all right. As they go. Uh, the second one also, you know, to the chief's great elation, gives birth to another boy. Oh, my God. Uh, so he builds her a teepee. Uh, this time he makes it out of antelope hide. Is that an upgrade or downgrade? Uh... Similar, okay. I've heard, so, so I'm told. Okay. Uh, the third wife gives birth a few days later, mm-hmm. but the chief keeps it secret as to the uh, chief. the the gender, the situation yeah. with the child, and uh, everyone's really confused. Mm. What's going on? You know what what what's happened with the with the chief's third wife? Mm. 
but the chief the chief starts to construct a teepee. Uh, it's a two story teepee made out of hippo hide. Okay. Not the hippos lived in uh, Native America, but it's not relevant to the story. <laughs> Had it shipped in, I guess. Um, Come on, and everyone's everyone's wondering what's going on. You know, what does this mean? This two story yeah. yeah. hippopotamus uh, hide teepee. Yeah. Until one uh, brave warrior steps up and he says, "I know uh-huh. what 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 the situation is with okay. with the chief and his third wife." Uh, uh, he he uh, he steps up and he says, uh, "You've the, the, the your your wife's had twin boys." Mm-hmm. And chief goes, "How did you know?" <laughs> and the man says. <laughs> The warrior says, um, it's elementary. The value of the squaw of the hippopotamus is equal to the sons of the squaws of the two of the other two hides. Jesus God. Little maths joke, I guess, for you all. <laughs> yeah. Un- our, our listeners under 12 might not get that one, but you wait until you do. GCSE maths. Here you go. You're in for a treat. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, anyway, that is this week's pod. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we hopefully we'll be back next week. Might be back next week. If not, we'll be back the week after. I'm sure. Just like that. Just like that. You won't um, even notice we were gone. Don't worry. Yeah. Enjoy the World Cup. Always. And forever. Easy. Uh, Go home. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jack seems. They do move in herds. <laughs> uh, yeah. Laters, skaters. Ariba Dirty. <laughs>